Hello friends and welcome. This is episode 4 of Journey into Fandom Season 2, a podcast where I have guests on to discuss what fandoms and communities they are a part of, what their experience has been, what the memes are, and how toxic or wholesome it is. Before we get started, I gotta give my Patreon shout out to The Landy Lodge. Thank you so much, Landy, for supporting the show. I appreciate it tremendously and I must apologise for forgetting to do my shout out since you actually became a patron. I'm really, really sorry. Um, I'm your host, Karis Lan, and today on the show we had Jesse on to talk about Disney parks. We had a glorious time chatting about some of the ways people plan their Disney trips, and we shared a lot of fun stories of our own trips to Disney. Now, without any further ado, please join me on this journey into fandom. everybody and welcome to another episode of Journey into Fandom. This is going to be episode four of season two and today on the show we have my friend Jesse. Hello! Hello everyone. Hey and we're going to be talking about Disney parks today so I'm really hyped for this. Um, yeah so you're just telling me that you you're starting your own podcast and it will be out by the time this comes out. Yes. Which is super exciting. Do you want to tell everybody what it's called again? Yes, I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm doing it with my niece, uh, Sam. And we're going to be reviewing every episode of Steaming Universe, which is a fantastic Cartoon Network show from the early 20-teens. And uh, it's called The Off-Color Gems. If anyone's a fan, you kind of get the reference to that. And yeah, I, I, I am a fan of many things, but I know a lot of just random facts about everything. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm really excited for this episode because I'm a big Disney fan. I'm a big Disney Parks fan, although I've only been to one Disney Park in my life. So I'm excited to hear all about it, right? So this is like, I'm sure you're aware. You know the format. You know the, yes. the, the shtick, all right? I'm so- a big fan. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> That's kind of you to say. I appreciate it so much. Um, <laughs> so for for our listeners, if there's anyone listening who's like never like been to a Disney park or know anything about the history of Disney parks, do you want to give us like a two minute summary of the topic? Are you ready for this? Yes, I've been practicing. <laughs> You've been practicing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. Walt Disney in 1930 took his children to a fair. And while his children were on a merry-go-round, he noticed that he was sitting on a bench and with him was a bunch of other parents either on newspapers, smoking, or just reading a book, not paying attention to their kids. And he thought to himself, there needs to be a place where kids and adults and anyone of any age can have fun. So in 19... 55, he actually bought a lot of farmland in Anaheim. Okay. And he just started building Disneyland. 
Mm-hmm. It opened up in July 15th, 1955. And it opened up to a ton of people. And ever since, it's been a place called the happiest place on earth. And I honestly feel like everyone deserves to go to Disneyland at least once. Because when you're there, you just kind of feel like, you don't feel like a kid. You just feel happy. And mm-hmm. being a fan of Disneyland, you can obviously say, oh, yeah, there's some bad stuff about it. But when you're just there, you just kind of have these happy moments. And that if, when you're a fan of something, you live for those moments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And, and it doesn't just like, it's not just Disneyland properties. It, they do try to hit every demographic and any type of thing that you enjoy, it's there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you do have 25 seconds left if you want to say anything else about that. But um, if not, we can move on. Uh, 25 well pretty like 20 seconds at this point um, <laughs> no I think it's just it's just it's just a pure joy it's what it is I think I've told people before theme parks either have enjoyment but Disneyland has magic they actually have real magic there yeah I would agree with that alright amazing that was so good uh, I love hearing a little, just a short part about the history of Disneyland so cool uh, I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know that story actually um, that Walt Disney was like hanging out by a by a fair and was just like, yeah. "Hey, do you know what would be cool? A Disneyland where adults and children can do stuff together." Um, and like from that point of view, it's actually quite innovative, right? I, there's so yeah. many innovations that 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 come from Disneyland that we we take for granted, and I think that's super interesting. Awesome. So. Everybody loves talking about Disney. If you've ever been to Disney, yeah. I feel like it's like one of those things that you're like, oh, you have to get. I don't know. I've I've never met anybody that's like, oh, yeah, I went to Disneyland and it sucked or like it was OK. There are a few. Uh, there, there are a few people that have the bad moments, but I think it's sure. just that they're, they're trying too hard on that. Right. They just right. have to enjoy it. I've, mm, yeah, I think that's probably true. Uh, I mean, not everybody likes theme parks in yeah. general. Um, so that's that's cool. But um all the people that i know who've been to disney are like yes like it's so good and it's one of those really interesting things where like i never went as a child and so i never had any like nostalgia of going as a kid or anything like that the first time i went i was 18 i think yeah yeah i I think or i might have been 17 even i was like i was either 17 or 18 the first time i went um and I had no nostalgia for it, and I obviously went to the one in Paris because that's the oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's the local Disneyland to me. They have, they have me. the best castles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah out of good. out of all four, they just have the best castles. I think they tried really hard to kind of hit the culture there, and I think there's a lovely documentary that I love watching. Maybe we'll talk about it later, but. They just went to the detail, like, well, this this is where castles are. We should try our best to actually make a Disneyland castle here. And I think that's it was really great. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. So that's the only one I've been to. I've been there twice, um, just for like a day uh, to like the main park. I haven't been to any of the others, like Animal Kingdom or anything. But yeah, no, it was beautiful. I loved it. It was great. I had a fun time. So yeah, tell me about your Disney experience. Tell me about the first time you ever went to Disneyland. And how you fell in love with it? I, I again, um, funny enough, I've only went once as a kid, and mm-hmm. I think when I talk to people, you can kind of sense the like those childhood memories. 
And even you, even with yourself, you mentioned that, you know, you went when you're 18, but when you're just there, you just kind of feel a little bit, I don't know, kind of like youthified, I guess, kind of like, oh, wow, I feel, I feel better. I'm, I'm moving around more. And I honestly only was there for a day, like maybe I was around six or eight. And I have more memories of Disneyland than I do the other park that my family took me, which was Universal Studios. And so that just kind of just adds to the weight of why I'm a fan of Disneyland because I went to another one. And I can't even remember that one. And then I have taken my niece about like three times already. Mm-hmm. And each time we go, sadly, she doesn't like it too much. Because the first the first time she, I took her, she was still like around like her early teens. And then she got sick. But I was like, do you want to try it one more time? And she goes, yeah. And then we we went. And she had a fun time, but it was only Sally for a day. Right. And I'm going to take her again, probably by next year. Okay. And the thing that I tell people, and a lot of people go, well, you know, I don't like rides or, you know, I don't like to wait in line. Disneyland doesn't just do rides. You can go into the gift shops. You can do, go into like the dining area and it's all just fantastic. I've mentioned to people before it really is kind of like a click in the fandom. Either you're a photographer, you love going around taking pictures of the characters or just the sceneries or even around the holidays. Everything looks great. Yeah. Either you're a foodie, which you just love to go around, try all the new treats and everything. And what I tell people is that if you're on vacation, calories don't count. Exactly. You can eat as much as you want and you're fine. You'll walk it off. Yes, yes. I go on vacation in like a few weeks and it's like, yep, I'll eat whatever I the heck I want and that's it. Yeah. You'll be out and about, it's fine. They you know <laughs> Yeah, sure. Or you're you're a person who loves thrill rides, just kind of like, you know, going on something really fast. I'm not in that camp. I believe that roller coasters are terrible. They should be all turned down. Not really. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. <laughs> but um that's a thing too. Even if though I don't like rides, there are a lot of rides there that I go, oh wow, this is this is kind of enjoyable. And then uh, even like uh, I think I'm in this camp too, which is like historians. When you go to Disneyland, I literally can point out every little thing and have a little story about it. There's a there's a lovely entrance on both sides, and they have placards saying, "Once you walk through this, you're walking into a world of pure imagination and fantasy." And, and there's a bunch of posters nearby. So you're actually walking into a show. Mm. So Disneyland in itself is, you know, they're trying their best to entertain you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I think that it's, it's really interesting actually um, hearing your perspective on that because it wasn't until we'll probably talk about this um, later on, but um. It wasn't until I started watching like a few Jenny Nicholson videos where she talks about Disneyland and she'll talk yeah, about great. like yeah, she's so good. And she'll talk about like the food and she'll talk about like random little things that like are just there and just like exist. Um she, she's got this really funny video. Uh I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it like five times because I think it's hilarious. It's like the top seven or top ten or something like lame things to do at Disneyland. And yeah. it's just like it's just like these random things that she like picks out. And it's like, that's just amazing that that exists. Um, like, she talks about the people mover, which is like just uh, just like a tr- like a monorail thing that you could just go on. Um, it was about and- two miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, one day I went on it like all day and it was great and I loved it. And um, 
like it's just little things like that where until you've been there you don't really understand but it's just like being in that environment in the first place like blows your mind like just wandering around and just taking in like the sights and the sensations and like trying the food and like this that and the other like that's what makes Disneyland for me like it's not the fact that there are rides although I am a big fan of Big Thunder Mountain it's awesome um but um to me even if that wasn't there like I could still just go and have a good time and there's lots of stuff to do you don't have to be a thrill person or whatever and I think that's really cool yeah and they're they're trying their best there uh you mentioned just the atmosphere and the fact that they play specific music when you're entering the land mm-hmm. and I just I just love that I go I love this song or they're, they're playing this song because either you're in fantasy land or you go to like frontier land they have like kind of all this great like cowboy music and again as a Disneyland fan person you have to pick a land that you're is, is your favorite one mine is Tomorrowland Okay. And I just all the love, the futuristic parts and just kind of like the setting and everything, even the backstory, because every land has a backstory and it has my favorite ride of all time, which I would love to. You said Big Thunder Mountain, which is also a good one. But Autopia is my favorite ride of all time. OK. Yeah. Which is I a don't... little it's a little motor car. You just drive it. You don't bump into anyone. It doesn't go that fast. But I just love the fact that you're driving this little car. You're going through the scenery and it's just I can go on it for days. Awesome. Yeah, I um I have a really fun memory of um I, I don't think I've been on that before, but the last time I went to Disneyland, I went with my sister actually, and we were sitting um we walked past like this cocoa themed restaurant in Frontierland. We're like, Oh yeah, we gotta come back here later on, oh, like nice. for dinner. Yeah, it was great. And it, they did like fajitas and stuff. So yeah, we were eating this like, you know, fake Mexican food, but it was good. Um and I was watching the we were sitting like next to the window. So we could see Big Thunder Mountain like right outside. We could see the line for it. And I was watching the little thing that tells you how long the line is. And it got mm-hmm. down to five minutes. And I was like and we'd finished eating by this point. We were just sitting chilling because we had been on our feet all day. And I was like, Beth, the line's only five minutes long. Like, let's get back on it. Like, let's go on it one more time. And she was like, eh, I don't know. And I was like, come on, like, the line's only five minutes. Like, let's do it. And then I dragged her onto it and we loved it. I had such a good time. And then afterwards she was like, Karis, I'm glad you made me go on that again. Because <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> you, even after eating the fajitas? That, that didn't yes. end up badly? No, it was fine. We uh, we, we were okay. Um, <laughs> glad. Yeah. Um, so that's my, my funny big Thunder Mountain story. Uh so, so when did you get involved in the in the fandom? You've kind of mentioned it a little bit, um, that Yeah. I I didn't actually know there was a Disneyland fandom for a while. I just I just kept on going. And then I guess when I start planning a trip, I go on either YouTube or just websites and I noticed, oh my god, everyone has like all these different tips and tricks and when I go, I only go for maybe like one or two days. Mm-hmm. And there's there's people out there that go for a whole week, which is great. I think I would love to do that. But I just I just get tired of it or just kind of like just go, oh, I did everything because I plan everything really, really well. But <laughs> um, the the fact that everyone has like inside information or just just something to say about something is great. And when I went. I saw some videos on YouTube of just, just vloggers and that led me into like their Instagram account. 
And then that led me into like a bunch of other people who are going to Disneyland and trying these foods or trying these rides and just giving their perspective or their opinions. And I go, oh, my God, like this, this, this is a whole culture here. Yeah, and that's a really good word for it, like a culture, because um, I found a, a Disneyland podcast not that long ago. I can't remember what it's called now. I think it's called Disneyland After Dark. Um, oh, and it, what's interesting about it is it's a bunch of British people talking about Disneyland. Um, so it's an interesting perspective. But, um, but yeah, like they have all these like tips and tricks and like when I and like routines and they're like, yeah, we go to Disney every year and when we go, we always do this, this, and this, and this. You know, whereas someone like me who's only been twice in my life, you know, I'll go and I'll just wonder about it and see what there is to see and kind of things. But then you've got other people that are like, nah, we got to do all this. And they have like <laughs> a checklist of all these things that they like have to do when they get there. Um, and and people that, yeah, that plan their entire vacation around Disneyland. Like, I don't, I, I think I would agree with you that I could, I could only go for one or two days at a time. Like for me to go for a whole week, I think that would take the magic out of it for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I would never want to stay at one of the Disney hotels necessarily. Like Same. I think that w- I think that would be fun, but I'm also like, well, first of all, it's <laughs> so expensive. Um, but also like you know, if I'm going to Paris, I want to see more than just Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's- I'm here for the park. I'm not here for the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, if if people want to spend all that money and and do that and and have their experience, like good for them. That's great. And you know. I think that's a good thing about Disney is you can make as much or as little of it as you want. Mm-hmm. And it's really up to yourself and your own experience. Yeah. Um, it's, and, and what makes a good vacation for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's personalizing your experience and your, just your trip. And honestly, I feel like you just have so many options. Like the people who spend there a week. Yeah, they can definitely do pretty much everything within a couple of days, but then they can either find something they want to do again. And for myself, um, the last time I went um, was with one of my coworkers, my friend Tim. Hey, Tim, he's probably listening. I'm, I'll make him listen. But <laughs> hey, <Tim. laughs> um, basically, I planned every single thing and I was able to get us on all the rides we had a list for. And just the walking around bits were like the last hour of our trip. And honestly, it's it's doable. Like Disney does their best by kind of moving in herds or just kind of keeping everything maintained. And if we're talking about like, like the bad stuff for the fandom, yes, there's bad experiences where like, oh we didn't go on this ride or or this thing was broken or just I, we couldn't do this on our list. I I understand that and that's terrible. But ideally, you kind of have to lower expectations very very low you you yes. kind of have to tell yourself whatever i can do today i'll be happy to do it yeah i think that's really true and i think you get the most out of it if you don't have like a hard and fast checklist maybe in in my mm-hmm. opinion um you know if you're if you're there just to enjoy it right because i think that's like some of the stress for me when i go on vacation is like to feel like oh i gotta do all this um, you know, because, oh, like, I'm a tourist, I'm only here for this short amount of time, like, I have to feel like I cram everything in, um, but sometimes that's just stressful, and sometimes you can, you can just take a step back and be like, you know what, I'm here to have a good time and enjoy it, so, yeah. There you go, and that's, that's the, that's the main thing about fandoms, or anything that you like, as long as you enjoy it, 
um, there's a bit of a meme going around everywhere, either websites or just Instagram. They go, you're you're an adult and you like Disneyland. You know that's for kids, right? They go, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and and I would argue that adults can sometimes get more out of Disneyland than children. Yeah. Um, or, or just as much anyway, but it's like a different thing, right? It's mm-hmm. more like you're there for to experience a form of like nostalgia rather than like, oh, I'm a kid and I'm just here to hang out with Mickey Mouse or whatever. So I don't know. Um, I'm rambling at this point. I don't no, really I agree. I agree with you. No, <laughs> honestly, because uh, when, again, if I can say the bad stuff about Disneyland too, and yeah, people can kind of say, oh, it's expensive or just you're there for the whole day and you get tired or just, you know, there's too many people. Yeah. Because it's busy. Like, honestly, it's gonna, there's gonna be a ton of people and we're all going to try to, you know, have fun. Um, one of the things yeah. that I think about the fandom and not just necessarily the fandom, but just Disney in general is a lot of people feel entitled and, you know, they can go and say, I'm spending X amount of dollars and I'm only here for this amount of time. And I want to do this completely agree with you. You can, sh- you should, you should totally get to do that, but there's other people that either spending more, less, and they're in front of you. So a lot of times I think we should just kind of, it's like entering someone's house. You're a guest, you should be polite, and they're trying their best to help everyone. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And um, because this is like, unlike other fandoms really, where like at Disneyland, you're interacting with other people all the time. Like whether, Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether you kind of like it or not, it's like, you know, there's the staff that work there, there's the other people in the line, you know, um, and, you know, your actions affect those people around you directly. It's not like you're behind a screen and you, you know, send someone a nasty message and like, yeah, like it might, um, you know, that, you know, trolling people in that way is not, you know, it's abhorrent, but, uh, (laughs) but it also in real life. And, uh, you know, because one of the things that, I think a lot of people don't realize is um so one of the because I was listening to a podcast about it there's a gentleman on talking about his wife and talking about the fact that they both um are you know have really bad like health things and they're, so they're like classed as disabled right so for that reason they're always allowed to get to like the front of the line um you know because they're disabled uh but then there's other people that complain about that it's like come on like you're not the only people here. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think that's gross, but yeah, so we're kind of moving on to the discourse, so uh, we've kind of already been talking about that. Like, what's some of the other discourse that goes around in in the fandom? Oh, honestly, I think right now, uh, as time I was recording, um, the new CEO of uh, of Disney, uh, I think his name's Bob Chick or something like that. I, I don't delve too much into like the bad stuff that's going on in the company. Mm. but he is kind of i wouldn't say money grubbing the one thing that i tell people that disneyland as a company that they're really good at doing is making money so after (laughs) bob Iger stepped down which is the former ceo of disney the new guy um kind of started releasing these different apps or payment options for the parks and originally, you're, you're uh, given two chances per day to get on two of the most popular rides, which is a Star Wars ride and a Spider-Man ride. And now 
you have to pay just to go onto the ride. And I go, that would kind of be nice. You know, I I don't mind chilling a couple bucks here and there, but if you're taking a big family, if uh, there's a family of six and it's $20 or $15 per person, it it adds up. Right. We're talking about experiences. We're talking about, I want to be able to do this ride that I see all the posters of these videos for. And I'm like, okay, well, I get it. You know, you already have your ticket and they're allowed to charge whatever they like for anything else inside the park. But then you go, okay, there's probably people out there that are going, well, we we only had enough money for the park and the stuff that we want to do. The the ride, we have to put on the we can't do list, which, again, it's kind of sucks. But, um, eh, you know, it's it's a company. They, They can't try to, you know keep things under budget while maintaining so many people. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um, you know, I mean, I I know that for myself, if I was there, I would just be like, nah, no chance. I'm not going on there. I'm not going to pay that money. Because um, yeah. I just, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, like I want to try and do as much as I can do, but, you know, I just won't. I just, <laughs> I'll just go and do all the stuff I can do for free. Um but yeah, no, it sucks for people, you know, kids as well, who are like really looking forward to going on this thing and then they can't because they can't afford it. That's a bummer. So, but yeah. Oh, there's more. I think there's more to Disney that I'm like, I I, I don't put my full support into anything. You know, I know no, no one's perfect. No one this, you know, godly earth is perfect. I think that if we try to, you know, put our support into something, we put into their support that we agree with or that we know does good. And for me, I can say, well, Disney, sometimes they underpay their cast members or sometimes they, they, you know, they do things that are like a little like, Oh, you you didn't have to do that. And even Jenny Nicholson has a lot of inside information because she's, she worked for the Disneyland park for a while and she still talks to a lot of her coworkers there. And I guess, um, originally, for the Star Wars land, they were going to have these animatronic characters walking around mm-hmm. and just kind of these characters that, you know, oh, yeah, it's a, a, a robot or a C-3P or something. They're not allowed to do that anymore because um, the there's a puppet union in Anaheim. And since Disneyland doesn't really allow unions, they're not allowed to work at the parks. Oh, and wow. That's something I'm like. I've been to the Star Wars land and it's great. It's very immersive, but it does feel a little hollow. It does feel like not a lot here character wise uh, compared mm. to the other lands. Yeah. And when I heard that, I go, Oh, that explains it. Like, and again, devil's advocate or just hearing both, both sides, Disneyland did release a statement saying the only reason we're not hiring a lot of puppeteers nowadays, is because that'll bring in too many crowds to smaller areas of the park. So they don't, they try to kind of keep everyone moving to where they want to go. So if there's a character, everyone kind of swarms to that character. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, I, I get it. I get it. That's, yeah, that's really disappointing though. Um, and it, that's a really sucky reason. Like, oh yeah, we're not going to get these people because they're a union. Like, mm, kind of sus, Disney kind of yeah. sus. Um, and I have seen some really unfortunate videos about Disney cast members that have had really horrible experiences working there. 
Mm. Um, and that really stinks. Like, yeah, it's got to suck, really. You know, day in, day out, got to, you know, have a happy face and meet all these kids and take pictures and all that stuff. Like, I'm sure it's fun for a while, but I'm sure after a while, you know, if it's your job. That's why I try <laughs> so hard when I tell people if they're going to Disneyland, be so kind to the cast members. If someone says hi to yeah. you, give them a smile, give them a wave. And if someone's really nice to you or you just feel like, oh, this person made my day a little bit better. Um, during the main entrance in City Hall, you can always go, oh, hey, this so-and-so cast member made me feel great or helped me out. I like to give them a compliment. And that helps them out a lot. And, you know, I think that, I guess my first job was in the service industry, straight out of college. I go, okay, well, I'm talking to people and I'm doing all this. And I go, well, some people are having a really bad day and they want to pass it on to somebody else. That sucks, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to kind of, you know, try to be nice to everyone. And if someone's not nice, then good luck to you. But, you know, we're just going to move on and find some nicer people. Bro, I, I, I tell people this all the time. You're one of the nicest people that I know because... You are just kind to everybody. Like, I love that about you. I'll be real right now. And as someone who, again, I've worked retail, I finally, I got to quit my job three weeks ago. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We're so happy right now. (laughs) Yes. Um, But no, like, yeah, treat people with respect, please. Whether it's retail, whether it's in the service industry, whether it's people that work at Disneyland. Like, they are people. They're not paid enough to deal with your crap, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's a human thing, you know? We're not not in this against anyone. And, yeah, yeah, the cast members at Disneyland have families that are are just tired. And I've seen them. I've honestly, I'm walking around the park and I'm seeing these parents slugging these bags. And, you know, kids kids are energetic. If I ever have kids and I take them to Disneyland, because I do believe every kid deserves to go to Disneyland at least once. Yeah. And if I go and they're kind of like a little rambunctious or just kind of, you know, energetic and I don't match that energy, I know that it's a it's it's going to be an experience for them. So I'm not going to have like high hopes that, oh, they're going to be polite or they're going to have their manners. I'm just going to have to teach them over well, here. We have to wait in line and, you know, we're going to get to our destination as soon as we can. And they're they're going to they're not going to understand why, but that's why we're there. That's why we teach them. Right. Because if yeah. not, they grow up and they're like, "Why do I have to be in line? Well, I paid for this. I can, I can just go in front of the line. I don't need this." Like, no, you, you do because other people are like you. They paid. They have to wait in line too. Yep, yep, hundred percent. Yeah. So, mm, be kind to people at Disney. Be kind to people, anyways. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, is there any other fandom discourse you wanted to chat about just now? Anything else? Any other hot potatoes going I- on? I kind of want to say a good thing about Disney. I don't want to oh, say sure. too many well, bad things. We'll talk about whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about for real. Yeah. Yeah. There's more, but, you know, honestly, we, we focus and we try to do the good. Um, I've met mm. some lovely people, lovely people at Disneyland. My friend Linda. Hi, Linda. Hopefully I get to send this to you. Her <laughs> and her family are were, were so nice. You know, I remember... Um, I took my mom, my brother, his wife, and his two kids uh, back in 2018 for um, the holiday, ba- uh, the holiday bash, like around October. And 
we're just we're just trying to find a nice spot to watch the light parade and everything. And I found mm. some nice benches. I sat my mom down. Um, my brother, who's kind of the opposite of me, he doesn't really plan anything. He got lost at Disneyland, so I go, "We're here." He's like, "I don't know where that is. Just just find a spot and watch the parade. I'll I'll track you down later because <laughs> it was already too late." Um, and right next to us, this lovely family. And I started talking to this lady and we started just chatting about how, oh, how her day was going, how my day was going, what rides we were doing. The husband, mm. you know, walked up and told me, well, you had to be careful with this one. You know, she'll steal your wallet. And I go, oh, no, I have it right here. And that nice, <laughs> that nice little banter back and forth. Yeah. Right? And then we I started talking to her kids and then her kids are great because her son was working at Anaheim at the time. And I just had like a little introduction or i was welcomed to the family so quickly oh that's so nice and it was through disney it was through a fandom and mm. you, you meet some nice people that you have a connection with and you just go i am this is a this is an extra bit of why i love being in this fandom because i get to meet these people that's so cool yeah that's really awesome yeah and i think that in a place like Disney, it kind of fosters a sort of community atmosphere, I feel like, because everybody's there. Everybody's like, you know, hopefully having a good time, yes. trying to have a good time, uh, you know, and I feel like it's easier in that kind of environment um, to like maybe talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk about, uh, talk to rather. Um, no, that's really cool. It's really fun to be able to meet people um, at a place like that. So I'm glad you had that experience and. Hello, Lindra. How yes. are you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Oh, fun. Yeah. I, again, I have stories. I, and I have even like a story that I have a picture here on my desk of my sister and my niece and I, one of the last times we went to Disney, and we're smiling. Backstory of that picture, we were given a free like picture voucher through our trip. And right. my sister was like, oh, yeah, we'll get it later. And me being the planner, I'm like, we should get it now. I'm like, no, we'll get it later. It's close to closing. There are practically no more photographers out there. And I go, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We find one. We're already kind of like on our ends. And I love my sister. I love my niece. But we're just like, I don't want to talk to these guys anymore for a while. And then we just take the picture. And then we both walk the opposite way. And when I look at that picture, it's not a picture of like, oh, yeah, I remember that bad moment. No, I remember, oh, yeah, that was a, a pretty funny moment. And I'm glad I have this picture to remember it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. So even if like you have a bad moment there, you can kind of go, well, it's been long enough. And you know what? It was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I think um, you don't have to let like bad memories of something like, oh, that ruined that forever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. I think that's important, actually, to be able to, like, separate those things in your mind. Like, okay, yeah, maybe we were stressed at this moment. That doesn't mean that this whole trip sucked, right? So, no, that's that's fun. That That's a cool memory, I feel like. Or it's cool to be able to look back and say, yeah, that happened, but it's okay. And now we can laugh about it. So, Do you have any more from your trip? I would love to hear if, like... Because you were there for two days, is there something like, oh, I found this nice little spot? Because even just walking around Disneyland, you can kind of go, oh, wow, I didn't know they had this. Um, Yeah, so one of the things we did, 
uh, the first time I went, actually, it was so long ago. I can't really remember that much about it, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like we just went on like a few rides, you know, we had some food and stuff like that. You know, we watched the, um, you know, the fireworks and stuff at the end and everything. Um, but the more recent trip, me and my sister, we just like, uh, well, I, I think, I think what had happened, like, I think the first time I went, because I went with my friend Carrie, who it was so much fun and we had a great time. But she'd been a lot of times before. She'd been many times as a kid because um, her parents, so she's from America, but they were missionaries in France. Uh-huh. So she, she like grew up in Paris and stuff. Yeah. So like one summer they had one of those like annual past things and they just went like every weekend to Disney. So, so she kind of had like a more of like a, okay, we want to do this, this and this sort of approach to it. Right. Because she'd been there so much. So she kind of knew what was going on. But then when I went with my sister, um, I had only been one time before and she'd never been before. So we kind of had a different approach where we were like, we're just going to go and have fun. You know, we we don't really have an agenda. I was like, yeah, like I want to go on Big Thunder Mountain. I want to go on It's a Small World. I didn't actually get around to it the second time, sadly. Um, you know, but I was just like, those are like the two things I want to do. And apart from that, like, we'll just go and have a fun time. Um, and I remember getting there and we got there just as the parade was starting, um, at the, like, you know, at the front of the park, just like, just, just as we arrived. And it was like, yes, like we're here now. We can just have banter. And we like, we're singing along and dancing along to the song. And, I like, do that we had, all the time. Yes. And we like walked up like with the parade, you know, to the center. And we're, you know, the year we went, it was, um, uh, the song was, I am a princess. I am a pirate. And it was great. And like part of it was in French and we just had such fun, um, just doing that. Uh, and then, we we waited in line to to meet one of the princesses actually so we met aurora and oh great yeah that was beautiful actually I and mean, we were in line for like i don't know 2 hours or something um or maybe like an hour and a half it was like quite a long time um and <laughs> it's really funny because when we got there we were like so nervous we were like yeah we're going to meet a disney princess like what do we do and so she was like Oh, like, how should we stand for the picture? We were like, I don't know. And then she said, why don't you just do what I'm doing? And she kind of, like, put her hands together. So we kind of both did that. So we have this really weird picture of me and my sister and Aurora just standing there, like, with with, with our hands together. Like, kind of like we're praying, but, like, to the side. Uh-huh. Um, just because we didn't know what to do. So we just copied her. We're like, this is a really goofy picture. But <laughs> it was just really funny. So, um, no, that was fun, too. And... I can't remember what else. Oh, I already told you about when we got on Big Thunder Mountain when the line was five minutes long. That was good. Yeah. Um, we we met Jesse just as we were walking around Frontierland. That's what we met. Um, yeah, we also met Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> that was fun. I I think we saw the Queen of Hearts. We actually saw like a lot of characters the time that we went just walking around the park. Um, yeah, so it was good. And one of the, one of the really fun things I did, you mentioned the castle was, yeah, just like to walk around inside the castle and just look at it. Like, that's fun to do. If you're in Disneyland Paris, just, just look at the castle, just spend like half an hour, just walking around it. 
It's great. The, the detail they put in everything is just amazing. And they don't have like, they don't call them builders or just designers. They're, they're called Imagineers because they're literally imagining something and they're bringing it to life. Mm. And I remember in there's that on Disney plus there's a documentary called the Imagineering story. And in mm-hmm. the episode where they talk about Disneyland Paris, they go into detail of like, Oh, we have these like old pictures of, you know, French castles and we're trying to modernize or just kind of have our own take on them. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, be respectful for the culture and just having everything, you know, feel like this is home when we put this here. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think that's what's amazing about Disneyland. And I don't even think that we, we might not even have mentioned that, but it's how it's not just, you know, the the cast members walking around, but it's the music and it's the, it's the design of every single building, how they're all different. It's how all the gift shops are designed. Like, it's how all the food places are designed. Like, everything. There's thought put into every little thing, right? Even, mm. like, all the signs and stuff, like, showing you where to go. Um, It's, yeah. It's incredible. They used to do this. I It said that they don't do it anymore, but um, when you walk to a specific part that sells food, they used to kind of air out the smell of that food or even kind of like, Oh, you're, you're in new Orleans. So they would put out the smell of like new Orleans cooking. And it's just this whole thing. I'm just like, that's a, that's a layer of like, Oh my God, it actually does feel like you're here in this, you know, different part of this land. And mm. I think even Walt, uh, he, and most people who are fans of Walt Disney or the park or anything, they call Walt, Walt Disney. Instead of say calling Walt instead of Walt Disney, his full name. But um, Walt, basically, he wanted everyone to feel like when you're in the land, you're you're there. You should feel so immersed. So he didn't want a lot of like different characters jumping from land to land. So there's these like kind of secret tunnels or secret buildings that connect all through the land. And it just it just really is true because when you're in Frontierland, which is one of my favorite, when you're walking down, they actually in the concrete, they pave in. Um, horse uh, prints and then even wagon wheels on the ground. So there's detail to that level. And yeah, it's even, amazing. I when I went to um, Star Wars Land, you're you're going through a tunnel, and halfway through the tunnel, it's actually carved through like if it was carved through with lasers. That's so cool. And I'm just looking at all this. I'm like, this is just great. And it's just the the detail and the fact that you actually feel subconsciously that you're in a different place. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so amazing. Um and I think that, you know, before I'd been, I'd never like the only theme parks I'd ever been to were like, you know, Blackpool Pleasure Beach, which is, you know, it's like just roller coasters mm-hmm. and then like little kitty rides. Like there's none of this like theming involved at all, which I think is what is so interesting about Disney and how they're really, you know, and ha- and I just, I think it's fascinating how people, it still connects with people, right? Even adults, even kids, like everybody likes Disney or, you know, a lot of people like Disney. Yeah. Or they can find something uh, to like the food, even, I think. Yes. Talking about how deep the fandom goes, there's even like a video called the top 10 bathrooms in Disney. <laughs> even their bathrooms are, are themed. Yes. And, and I was like, oh yeah, I never noticed that. Mm-hmm. 
have you got any other stories about Disney that you want to share about your experiences at all? Uh, I have this one. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned my friend Tim because that was one of the last times we went. I I'm not trying to embarrass him. It was just I it, for me. I really enjoyed what happened. So when we went on our second day, we went to California Adventure and they have the Marvel Land there. We were full on dressed up as um, Loki variants. I had my TVA jacket and, nice. and even the tie. He, he was kind of like a slum version of it. He just had a shirt and the jacket. And I kid you not, everyone thought we worked there. <laughs> and he was a little nervous. And I, I kind of took the lead. I kind of let him stand back because I'm okay with talking to people. And every question someone has like, oh, where's the bathroom or, or when does the show start? Um, I kind of had it in my head pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's there and here and there. And then there's this one guy who was like, do you know where this is at? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. And he goes, don't you work here? I was like, no. Like, being dressed <laughs> up. It's like, yeah, I'm at Disneyland. I want to have fun. And that's the thing, too. Like, people usually kind of have the chance to be a character that they like or even kind of have like a outfit inspired by a character right and they yeah, I, kind of, I kind of did that when we went as well oh what character were you um well <laughs> it was it was a ray inspired outfit. <gasps> cool uh, yeah by that i mean i had like buns and and i was wearing a star wars shirt that was it like it i wasn't... think she wore that in the movies i, I remember i remember <laughs> that scene oh uh, yeah i can send you a picture actually it's me in front of um I found this Tinkerbell statue and I was yeah. like, Beth, you have to take a picture of me because I love Tinkerbell so much. I mean, you can't even really see what my hair looks like because it's like, you know, from the front. But anyways, so no. So I did that. And then my sister was wearing like a frozen kind of dress, like a sort of blue Elsa looking dress Yeah. Um, when we went. So yeah, that I didn't really look anything like her, but yeah, no, it was just a vaguely Star Wars outfit. But it adds to your enjoyment and adds to like kind of just being there, right? Because it just yes, I, I'm this character. I'm in the land. I'm I'm part of the magic, right? Yeah, I know. And I think some people that that's like a big part of the community as well. People like do full on cosplay as well, which I think is really cool. Yeah, Disney. Um, no, so that was a fun. That was a fun thing. And I was so excited when I found Tinkerbell because I love Tinkerbell. And I was like, Beth, like, you need to take a picture of me. It was funny because um, she took this picture of me in front of Tinkerbell, which is a good picture. But then um, she wanted me to take a picture of her in front of the castle. So I did that, you know, and I, like, framed it so you could get the whole... So she was in the picture, you could get the whole castle in the picture. Like, it was a really good photo. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, you need to take one of me now. So she took a picture of me in front of the castle, but she just framed it really badly. It's mm-hmm. like, you can see mostly like the ground and then me and not the top of the castle. I'm like, Beth, like I took a really good picture of you and you took this. This is so bad. And she was like, oh, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was like, come on. <laughs> you got to go there again and get that picture. <laughs> I need to go there again. But no, I'm happy I've got this Tinkerbell photo. So that's like, I can die happy now I've got that. But uh yeah, <laughs> you got the meters go- too. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I should I should go back and uh, and get a different one. <laughs> but no, it's just one of those funny things that happened. Yeah, and that's like another thing that will happen is you know people will come up and be like, oh, can you take a picture of us and stuff together? And you're just like, yeah, of course. Um, no, but that's so funny. I can't believe that people thought that you guys worked at Disney. 
I would love to work at Disney if I just I love my current job. I'm just like, oh, that would be a nice little like weekend job. Yeah, side hustle. Why not? Yeah, not not not, not for a while because then again, even Jenny Nicholson has said, yeah, most people they're like, oh yeah, I love working here for the first week, and there's like, oh no. But I there, there's some people that love it, and you just can't put too much effort into like trying to make it special every day. Hmm. Yeah. For real. Um. Are there other creators that you follow uh, to do with Disney? So we've mentioned Jenny Nicholson, who's great, and you should check her out. But um, anybody else, you know, whether they're like YouTubers or artists or anybody? Definitely, if anyone is listening to, like, trying to get into the fandom, um, honestly, just kind of go on YouTube and just look up, like, Disneyland vlogs. There's tons of creators, either with, like, high subscriber counts or just kind of, like, with a couple, and then... They all just do great jobs. I do have one. I'm trying to see. I don't know the top of their names. Funny enough, with a coworker of mine, Nolan. Again, I'll also get him to listen to this. Hi, Nolan. Um, we talk about like all these different uh, creators, but we don't know their names. We just go, oh, yeah, that <laughs> one couple or and that guy with the bow tie. It's them. But I follow Magical Journeys, which is a lovely couple that go to Disneyland and Disney World and they try to go overseas to the other parks, but they just kind of just review the food and just kind of the they give you updates on everything that's happening in the park. And again, I I don't have any trips planning uh, planned re- coming up within like a couple weeks, but I can guarantee mm-hmm. you, if you're a fan of Disneyland, you have the Disneyland app on your phone always. Like you'll never uninstall it. Like I have it right <laughs> here. And you mentioned you were scouting like ride times i do that sometimes too i'm like oh look at that there's a five minute wait for autopia wish i was there (laughs) so sad yeah but no just going on instagram looking up kind of like just you know traveling guides or something and you'll definitely find some some groups that are pretty great yeah that's really cool and there's a lot of podcasts as well um there's people like um defunct land as well that talks about the history of disneyland and other parks and um, like theme parks in general. I don't know if you've come across him before, um, Kevin Perjurer. But if you haven't, you you need to check out Defunct Land. I definitely will. I, I've listened to his Jenny Nicholson uh, episodes, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's he's amazing. And some of his YouTube channels, now that I'm remembering, uh, YouTube videos, now that I'm remembering. Yeah, he just goes into like the history and like he talks about like the architecture and how things were built and like all that sort of stuff. It's so, it's really fascinating. Um, yeah, we love him too. Um, what do you think about how the fandom reacts to newcomers? Do you think there's like gatekeeping in the Disneyland fandom? Um, is, that a, is that a thing that exists? <laughs> I I think depends on how like diehard a fan you are like i will totally help anyone out like if someone says i'm going to disneyland any tips i will give you every tip that i know and even like walking around the park i I remember just talking to my friend and going oh we have to do this specifically because then we can kind of work our way down the park and everything and this lovely lady as she was walking she goes listen to your friend he knows exactly what he's doing and that's just kind of like oh yeah we don't know we'll, we'll <laughs> share our tips like we'll tell people if you're going with the kids you need to do this if you're going by yourself make sure to go through this line because then you don't have to you know be, be checked out but um i think that with fandoms as long as you kind of like 
I want them to have a fun experience too, then we'll welcome anyone. And mm-hmm. I think if anything with theme parks, you go, oh yeah, you know, they'll find something they like. So as long as someone has something like they have in mind while they go to Disneyland, then we'll, we'll push them in the right direction. That's really helpful um, because I find sometimes that going to places like Disneyland, like if I was going on my own, I think that would be overwhelming. I would be like, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's so big. Uh, What do I do first? You know? Um, So it's really cool that there are these guides and there's people that that want to help you have the best experience that you can. That's great. Um, yeah. And if I was ever going, uh, I would totally ask you, be like, Jesse, help me out, buddy. What should I do next? <laughs> well, um, mm-hmm. we don't have time. I, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you talking for hours, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you <laughs> tips, if, especially if you're going, I think, you know, you would have fun going with someone. I think definitely try to like, either go in a big group because if you go by yourself and you're just kind of going, okay, well, I don't have a time frame. I'll go on the rides that I like. I'll find something to eat. That's it. And I, I know I know I know a few people that have done solo trips to Disneyland, but I feel like eh, it's out, you know, walking around, talking to people or just, you know, creating memories. It sounds fun. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever would go on my own. I think I would at least go with one other person. Um but I think sometimes sometimes it's better to go with multiple people because yeah, like if you're if you're in a bigger group, you don't have to drag the person around to like ride you that they don't want to go on or like you don't have to go to places they want to go like you can like split off maybe and then like re- regroup later or that sort of thing um which i think you i think could be helpful um if i ever make it out west to california we'll have to go to disney together we'll have to uh, yes that would be the dream buddy i would love that so much <laughs> i'll make sure we go on all the rides well the rides that you want to go to i'll be on, on the ground, making sure I'm not on any roller coasters. And you can hold the back. Yes, I've told people before. I've told my coworker who always tells me, oh, the roller coasters are fine. The thing is, I buy things, so I have to hold on to the bags. I make sure that they're, <laughs> you know, they're fine. But, um, yeah. No, but definitely, I'll, I'll try to, like, make a nice little, you know, itinerary and then just kind of have a good experience. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about? to do with disneyland i've I've still got time yeah any more stories i i I got time too um let's see there's that one people thought i worked there oh i think one thing a little bit of a discord just to add to it i talk about this a lot with people the disneyland that i've been to the one in anaheim is too small and the way the, the reason i say that is because they they're trying to expand. They're trying to add more rides, but they have no room. You know, either they're demolishing like uh, like uh, storage buildings behind the park, or they're getting rid of even like employee parking, which is another oh, Disney. Why did you have to do that? And I'm thinking some rides have to go. Um, uh, Disneyland purists, and I know a few of them that go, oh, they got rid of the Tower of Terror and they made it into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. How dare they? I, mm-hmm. I love Tower of the Terror. Again, just the it being an elevator that goes up and down really quickly. But the reason they had to get rid of it is because Tower of Terror, the Twilight Zone, that is a property that is decades old. 
And that's not a bad thing. It's just more of like there's properties out there or movies or franchises, whatever, that deserve to be put in the spotlight. And Guardians yes. of the Galaxy, the fact that there's so much passion and you know it's a great franchise and movie, I think that it deserves its own right. So mm-hmm. when a ride itself goes, you know, obsolete or just abandoned or they don't take care of it anymore, it, it should be replaced by something else. Um, recently, um, s- there's a Splash Mountain, which is a Song of the South based ride, which is a movie that kind of Disney doesn't really talk about because it's about yeah, slavery. Yeah, it's a little outdated, like, let's be real. You know, well, they're, you know, it's it was of the time, that's what people say, right? Yeah, of course. But <laughs> people were a little upset that they made it into a Princess and the Frog ride. And I go, it's fine because that movie deserves its own ride. And yes, Splash Mountain, having those characters and even having that song, Yippity Doodah, Yippity Day, I, I love to hear it, but I also love Princess and the Frog. So that deserves a ride. And, mm-hmm. you know, Disneyland in like, you know, their 100 years anniversary is coming up in, I think, uh, 2055. And I can guarantee you I'm going to spend a whole week there. So, um, you know, I have awesome. that. I have that planned out because I'm already planning for that. But um, yes. <laughs> in by that time. Dozens of rides will be taken away. Dozens of rides will be added or just, they should just add like a second story to Disneyland, honestly. But um, it, it'll, it'll look different. And it's 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 not that they're going to just like forget about it. There's remnants of a lot of old rides and the new rides. They keep something from the old ride just to kind of honor the fact that it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think like... You know, Disney are never going to do the same thing over and over. Like, well, I say that. I mean, (laughs) we're in a time where every movie's got a reboot or, you know, a remake and so on. But, like, in terms of the parks, like, because, yeah, of course, there are people like yourself or, like, other people that go, like, regularly. And so they can't just have the same stuff, like, forever. Like, they got to switch it up every now and again. Um, So it makes sense that... You know, some people are going to be sad because, oh, no, they took away my favorite thing. But that'll become someone else's favorite thing. I completely agree. So, yeah. But, I mean, people are allowed to be upset, I guess, or, you know, be disappointed as long as you don't, you know, um, stop other people from being, from enjoying it, I think, is is my take on yeah. that. <laughs> it's everyone's park. It's not one specific person's park. Even Absolutely. I think Walt even said that in, in in his opening speech that this is a land for everyone. Mm. Yeah, um, we haven't even talked about like the different kinds of like the different places within Disney. So like like Epcot or all the other like Animal Kingdom or stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Because because I've never been to any of those. I've only ever been to like the main park. Um. What do you think about the rest? Have oh. you been to any of the other places? I've only been to uh, Disneyland in Anaheim, California. It's, it's my home state, but um, I can guarantee you I've watched dozens of walkthrough videos of every other park, even the Paris one. And they just look, oh, my God, I, I would love to do that. Or I have that in mind to do. And mm. with Disney World, it, it really is. It's it's huge. It, that's that's another thing that Walt Disney did where he bought land that was kind of worthless. And for... For that reason, he was able to put like a lot more effort into 
the parks. Um, mm. And with Anaheim, that was just farmland that nothing grew. So he was able to get it pretty cheaply. And for um, or, um, Florida, it was swampland. So he was able to just kind of clear out all, all the things and then just kind of build the park on top of it. And when you're there, and I've I've seen maps, you know, I'm I'm no expert in Disney World, but it's it's just it's it's huge, you know, it's miles and miles long. And when they separate those two parks, um, you know, Epcot and then uh, Magic Kingdom, it's very educational. And that's just me seeing from outside because they have a lot of these rides and just kind of these experiences, even like a zoo. And I'm like, wow, like. I would love to see that one day. It's not, it's not, again, it's not really a theme park. It's more of like an experience. Yeah, no, cool. I'd love to go to Disney World as well in Florida, but um, I'll take, I'll take any Disney anytime. Yeah. Cause I mean, Disney isn't really close to me. The closest one is obviously in, in Paris. So I would, I, I'd go anywhere, anywhere I, where there's a park. I hear great things about the Shanghai Disney. It's just there, there were like, they have the best just animatronics and just kind of the best like kind of like just the rides. I think what's the one I'm thinking about Um, their haunted mansion ride is, is huge and it has more story to it, which, which I've heard. And I've seen a couple of videos. I'm like, I should kind of save this just in case if I ever go on it and actually can fully experience it. Yeah, for real, for sure. That'd be so good. I'd love to go to like, Tokyo Disney or whatever that'd be awesome um well awesome I feel like I feel like we've covered a lot yes um what yeah one last thing I like to say I know you're you're the guest and I've talked a lot about yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it we've we've both got a nice little playback mm, um yeah I remember reading for my dissertation actually I wrote about this about CGI and Disney movies in a uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Big Hero 6 and I remember reading one book, and it was to do with hyperreality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was talking about there. There was just a line that like stuck out to me, and it was talking about Disneyland, and about how you know the Disney parks. You go in, and you you can have this like cynical view of like everything here is fake, right? Mm-hmm. Which is true. Yeah. But on the other hand. Like, so is, like, New York or, like, Vegas, right? They're no more real than Disneyland is, if you think about it like that. Like, everything is just built up and, yeah, I, I think especially, like, like Las Vegas, right? Like, it's just this place that's supposed to be, like, this utopia and everything is, everybody's happy and this, you know, casino town. Everyone wins. I just, like... Everybody, every, like everything about that is just as much fake and not real as Disney is, I think. So I don't think that you need to be cynical about Disneyland because let's be real, every city has those elements of stuff that there's this like inauthenticity about these built up places, I think sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I can't really put my finger on like what that is necessarily put into words. But, like, when I read that, it's, like, it resonated with me. I'm like, I know what this guy's talking about. It makes sense. And I thought that was interesting. And that's it. That's all I got to say on that little ramble. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, like, kind of, they're not really upfront with what's going on behind the scenes or anything like that. And what I've seen 
when I'm at Disneyland, I'm like, they're trying their best for us. So mm-hmm. that's 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 a nice part of it. Yeah, I mean, like, Hollywood has got, like, a huge problem at the moment with, like, you know, homelessness and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and these issues that are, like, swept under the rug, under this facade of, like, this is an awesome place to come and be famous. It's like, no. <laughs> Maybe not. The dream is there, but it's not really a reality for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I thought that was interesting. Just a little random thing that I read one time it was like, yo. It makes sense. Um, I thought you were going to yeah. mention the Hidden Mickeys. I like, wasn't going to mention that. Oh. I don't know what that is. Can oh. you explain what that means? Yes, Hidden Mickeys, because in Wreck-It Ralph, they kind of have a bunch of them. Um, funny thing, when you just walk around the park, you notice like these like three three circles. You're like, oh, that looks like a Mickey. That is intent. Again, the backstory is that is just a random kind of design. But most designers want to add Mickey to everything that they do. So if you walk around, you're like, oh, those are three circles together. Oh, it's Mickey. So it's a hidden Mickey. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There, there's some really small ones and some that you have to like kind of squint or move your head around. But like, oh, there, there it is. Amazing. We love the hidden Mickeys. <laughs> we got to find them all. <laughs> oh, well, awesome, Jesse. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, Thank you for having me. Is- of course. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Any social media or um, so on? I, I have a podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram um, called the Off Color Gems. We review every episode of Steaming Universe and Steam Universe Future. And uh, yeah, it's with my niece. And we're just having a fun time just kind of reliving uh, watching that show again and again. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, go check that out. Off Color Gems podcast. Awesome. Oh, thank you. It's been a joy and a pleasure. Well, thank you thank for you having so me. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, of course. I'm glad we finally got to do this after like months. <laughs> so that was Jesse. I really enjoyed our conversation. And to be honest, I like talking about Disneyland every chance I get. My name is Karis. You can follow Journey into Fandom on Twitter at J underscore into fandom, and I am at Karison Ford on Twitter. That's C-A-R-Y-S-S-O-N-F-O-R-D. Please also join the official Discord for my podcast, Retrospective and Journey into Fandom. You can support the show by visiting patreon.com forward slash into the Karisverse. Thank you for listening. Bye.